The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, Cowboys Nation, and welcome to another episode of the Cowboys Fan Fan Podcast. On today's episode, we talk C.D. Lamb's upcoming big contract extension. We also discuss what players and coaches say about Dak Prescott, and we look forward to the 2023 Dallas Cowboys training camp. All this and more on today's episode, brought to you by Fansided, the official podcast of thelandryhat.com. Um, if you are enjoying this episode on audio, but you are, are missing out on half the visual experience, please head over to youtube.com slash at Cowboys Can Fan, or just search Cowboys Can Fan on YouTube or the Google, and we will show up. You can also find us on all the social medias at Cowboys Can Fan. We are on the Instagram, the TikTok, the Twitter, the Facebook. I think that's all of them. Uh, and finally, if you're looking for more than just... Um, Dallas Cowboys sports. You like all sports. You want to hear some more young, bright minds talk about their thoughts on all things sports. You need to check out the Grid Network. That's G-R-Y-D, then the word network. All right, enough of me. Let's get into the podcast. Come on now. Crack me if you got him. Crack me if you got him on this fine, fine Sunday service, baby. I mean, I'm going to let this one just roll out a little bit longer so you can feel that groove, baby. It's good. I like it. You know what? This is... I just like it. It is. It's smooth. It's a perfect Sunday service um, atmosphere. It's a a smooth song, just like these smooth mixed drinks. Ooh. I do like that the band... Clink them if you drink them. Clink them if you drink them. I do like the bandwagon boys rocking the mixed drinks because when Adam was upstairs, I could hear him mixing them. I said to Alex... I like the I like the Sunday service because about halfway you could tell Ad starts feeling these triples that he's pouring himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he gets a little spicy. But that, that this is exactly what the uh, Sunday services are for. This it's one hundred percent. It's what it's for. It's it's hot out right now. You guys are refreshing with the drink. We did a bunch of. We actually had a content day, a, a Cowboys Can Fan content day. We with did. a bunch of filming. We came up with a bunch of ideas. You'll just have to look forward to that stuff. Just like regular YouTubers. <laughs> we're like you, we're, we're influencers, bro. Just like regular influencers. But, but we were ne- we are not going to skip on the Sunday service. No, we're not going to skip on the Sunday service because we have some big, big news. And uh, one of the biggest stories. Well, wait a second. Like big news from the Cowboys or big news from us? I mean. Well, we'll get to our big news. We have big news? No, I, but the I way know. you said it, it sounded like we're going to get some big <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you guys, I was I was like, do we actually have big news to tell? Well, that's what no! I was No, Cal Dallas Cowboys news, and it's not even actually news yet. Alex and I were actually talking about it. It's more of a little baiting, a little, not masturbating, a little fish baiting by Jerry the Great Jones, who yeah. does this all the time. Jerry Jones always does this stuff, and just before a player gets signed to a big extension or there's going to be contract talks, you always hear about an extension about to happen. Yeah, right? It gets leaked by... You, you, <laughs> so the the guy we're talking about is there was a lot of news this week about CD Lamb finally getting that contract extension. 
And obviously it didn't happen this week, but does it happen before training camp, you guys think? Does it happen before the season? Does it happen midway through the season? Well, the, what do you guys expect? I think just to go back to your opening comments, that's what kind of, like, I don't know. It's a chicken or egg scenario. And, I mean, Jerry's playing both sides. So, did which side let slip that this signing almost happened? And and is that a play to kind of force the other's hand to be like, okay, let's just get this done now. It's best for both parties. Best for both parties. There's been a few people. I posted it on the IG. Shout out to at Cowboys Can Fan on Instagram. If you haven't checked it out, check that shit out. But I did post earlier saying that CD Lamb was about to be hella rich. And some people in the comments commented that they should get the deal done prior to Jefferson getting paid in Minnesota. Oh, Which yeah. is huge. I mean, why not? Jefferson, at this point, I would say might be a little bit better than CD. So why wouldn't you want to get CD paid before Justin Jefferson gets paid 32 or $33 million a year? And then you pretty much have to match CD at that because you don't want him to be disgruntled. Yeah, yeah or do they go... Yeah, because they're not going to say, well, you're just a little bit under uh, Double J. But no. do you want to say that? You'd rather pay no, no, him no. first. Pay him no, first. No, no, I know, I know. Pay exactly. him first and then let the Vikings pay... Jefferson Moore. Set yeah. set the value at the wide receiver position using CD Lamb. Send him, I don't know, high twenties. And because uh, he's gonna be he's gonna get he's gonna make money. Who's the That's highest pay, who's the highest paid? Well, we're gonna get into that. Receiver right now. We we do have that up. We will get into that. Alex has a uh on yeah. over the cap, we have the top contracts for wide receivers in the NFL right now. But this uh, article that we have up by Chris Halling on June 30th is saying analyzing the value of a potential CD Lamb contract extension. With the Cowboys, taking a look at a potential contract extension for wide receiver CeeDee Lamb, who's expecting a second contract with the Cowboys in the near future. I mean, it's kind of interesting because we know it's all coming, so I don't know if this was just a collaboration of uh, people looking for some news in the uh, the desert of the season here to try to, like, just get some Just finding some water. They're just trying to, yeah, find, trying water. to find water. Where the try fuck to... is that? Where is that oh, wait, oasis? Wait, is that oasis? Find me a goddamn cactus so I could rip it open and drink it. Can you actually just go back up to CD's picture? What do you guys think about these masks? I feel like I wouldn't be able to uh, to play with that on. Yeah, is this? Are they wearing that when it's cold? When it's, it's got to be colder? That's got to yeah. be in in, well, in December. I think the mat, like you could see his nose is exposed, so they're already very good at nose breathing and breathing in through their nose. So I don't think it was is that, that what those masks are when they're training with those uh, mm. the vent the vent uh, well the vent the the ventilation masks or yeah, whatever. what is that? It's uh, just to try to see what your oxygen, how how much uh, air you need to take in. Okay, when you're running. Yeah. So what you're saying is these guys have such professional breathing systems when they're working out, like well, they've been trained to breathe through the proper well, way. The, yeah, because any type not of, like me. <laughs> yeah, well, any type of athlete uh, at a professional level, or even if you're in a high school, like track and field. I can't and, wait to go to high school. I can't wait to go to hike school, Billy. Hike, hike. They they <laughs> teach you they teach you to uh, breathe in through your nose and not to be breathing like every single kind of in step, through so. your butt, out through your mouth. That's what in they through say. your butt, out through your mouth. Yeah, I, I think actually too the inside of that is is leather, so you can't even breathe out of your mouth. So you don't you think? Do you think he's like a gimp right now? He's yeah, like the exactly. Pulp Fiction gimp. It's just a it's the apple or it's whatever the, apple the, the, the mouth, rubber yeah. apple. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I don't know. They must be fine, but. Uh, I think they, they kind of look cool. They're like a they're like the helmet you would put on underneath the um your helmet as a knight, and then, and <laughs> right. then put put yeah. the uh, the heavy metal. I on. feel at this point though, just go full balaclava. Yeah, like just have just the nose out, and then you do do the robber, do the robber face, do the robber, do the wild west. I'm fine with it. 
I mean, if anything, we should be talking about how difficult the Knights had it when they were uh, when they were fighting people back in the day and being barely able to see through those little like the Knights. Slits. I feel, and this is getting off topic. This could be a whole history podcast. I feel bad for the Squires. The Knight Squires had to pull down the Knights' pants so that they could shit, and they'd have to hold a bucket for their Knights while the Knights shit hey, in a bucket. It's not a good living, but my family <laughs> comes from a, 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 a lineage of, of squires. squires, and we we did our job good, okay? <laughs> they were squires. The Johnsons? Johnson, get over here after shit! <laughs> yeah. Well, that's John. That's why I wear the Johns. You're the John son. Like the uh, the toilet Johns, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, All right. Okay, so coming off his strongest season of this his career... In 2022, star wide receiver CeeDee Lamb is in line for a contract extension like we're talking about with the Dallas Cowboys. While he is currently still serving his rookie contract with the team, the organization did pick up his fifth-year option back in April, keeping him in Dallas at least through the 2024 season. In 2023, Lamb is expected to count just $4.45 million on the team's cap. That is a fucking amazing deal, yep. by the way, guys. Yep. While having or while having a $2.52 million base salary, hmm. if Lamb plays on his fifth-year option in 2024, the wide receiver will count $17.99 million on the cap. So it's actually almost... It's probably friendlier if they do, just by looking at these numbers, if they do get a longer-term solution for him. Sure, he might cost more... Like he's gonna get make more money than seventeen point nine nine, but they probably have a way to figure it out that the, his cap hit wouldn't be as bad in twenty twenty four. Oh yeah, if they extend him right now. This, so how I would do it, I would assume is a one way anyway. You get the max years that you can out of them, then you might add five million, ten million signing bonus this year that can be written off, whatever. Right next year he might actually go up a little bit, but you have a year to. The kind of plant. So maybe he goes from 18 to 22, 25, and then you're on your 230 or 35 millions, whatever the fuck they're going to turn out to be. But you know, like I, I think you would still get away with lesser in these next two years. Yep. Um, I don't know. Does that make No, it makes sense. sense. It definitely does. And Executive Vice President Stephen Jones expressed the desire to reach a contract offer with Lamb in April on a segment on 105.3 The Fan saying... Stephen? We've uh, historically signed a lot of guys during the training camp period to extensions, but guys like CeeDee Lamb and Trayvon Diggs are certainly on our radar in terms of guys that we love to have around here for another five, six years, whatever that turns out to be. My Stephen Jones is like more like the Beetlejuice, Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that yeah, was yeah. totally Beetlejuice. It, was it wasn't Bat-son. It no. wasn't, it wasn't uh, Keaton as Batman. Well, it was Ke Keaton no, as... Well, Keaton, Keaton my, Michael He's... Keaton as Batman kind of... I'm what about Christian Bale? Oh, I'm Batman. If I, if I if I was if yeah if if uh, if I was Christian Bale, I'd be like, we've historically signed <laughs> a lot of guys during the training camp. <laughs> Why you just look out. at it? <laughs> so the Athletics John Machota is projecting the Cowboys to offer Lamb a contract within the range of twenty-five to thirty million per season. While this is simply a projection and not a report, it is interesting to consider the value that the Cowboys should be investing into their star wide receiver. Okay, so now here we get into your top paid. Oh, this is even in this article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, well, we can spicy. Look, we can look at specific players after, too, if we kind of want to see. Clink them if you mix. Clink them <laughs> <clink 'em laughs> if you drink them. Clink them if you drink them. Drink them if you clink them. So the top 10 highest paid uh, receivers all make at least $20 million per season. Shit. The top five average uh, at least 24 and Tyreek Hill is the highest paid at $30 million over four years. Damn, son. That is a lot of cheddar, man. So here's where we're looking at these contracts. Um, I'll just go through the top five. Yep. 
uh, Tyreek Hill an average of 30 mil. Devontae Adams, an average of 28 mil. Cooper Cup, an average of 26.7 mil. A.J. Brown, an average of 25 mil. And, and Stefan Diggs, an average of 24 million. So what do you guys... Th- I mean, obviously, ideally, we pay CD somewhere, you know, we pay him 24 mil. But I don't see that happening. I, I think, see him cracking top three at least. Yeah, well, here's the... It is true. But you got to think that those... Well, that is the average, average contract, too. Yeah. I was just going to say, like... Um, CD's 24 years old, 23, 24. Yeah, 24. We'll say 24. Oh, he's going to, yeah, 25. At some point this Something year, like he's 24. <laughs> Whether it's already is or or he will be. But uh, Hill, Adams, and Cup, they're all in their 28th, 29th year. Yeah. Uh, uh, their birth year, not of not playing in the NFL, of course. <laughs> and so, of those three guys, does CD Lamb eclipse any of them? I think he pushes Cup. Oh, yeah. I even, man, and this is the thing, as the salary cap extends, you're going to be able to a lot more money to certain positions. So every year, the guys yes. that are up for their signing, they're going to end up being the top. That's very th- true. Two to three to four, fourth guy at their position. So yeah, you could argue that CeeDee Lamb might not be as good as Devontae Adams, but you still need a one receiver on your team. CD's put pr- production like a one receiver. So he's going to get paid like one. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do pay CD Lamb $28 million, surpassing Cooper Cup, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, and D.K. Metcalf. Well, what? Uh, and if he goes out there and has a season we all believe that the man is going to have, now, you are got, now you're playing off of his contract in whatever, 2025, his fifth year, which is $18 million. Yep. Plus, he's had two back-to-back number one seasons or top three, top five NFL seasons. Um, I mean, that just puts it to the max level of that. Well, yeah, the last thing you want, the last thing you want is to not get this extension done. And CD lamb goes out there for 1600 yards and 13 touchdowns. Yeah. And then then we want it. We want it, but I'd rather him do that under contract getting (laughs) paid. Yeah. Getting paid as maybe not. uh, This is the thing. If we pace, I'm CD lamb. You have to pay. If you want a good receiver and he's put, He's put it out on on tape. He's an eighty eight. He's worth the money. The money. I still think try to get it done before season. There, if you look at the age, if we go back to the age, DK Metcalf is twenty four and he signed for twenty four million. So, CD Lamb, uh, CD Lamb is definitely going to be in the twenty eight mil range. Oh yeah, because a, 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 as the years go yeah. on, the the minimum kind of goes up. So, like, no, well, yeah, like Ann said that that. Let's say there's a probably about a twenty million, twenty billion, or no, twenty million increase in cap each year. Well, take five million of that and exactly. just automatically give it to to. Well, you basically play it as that wide receiver is going to be twelve percent of your total cap. Yeah. So now, out of that twenty million, twelve percent of that twenty yeah. million, which is yeah, roughly I think five five million. Something yeah, like but that. well, you, I mean, and then it's just of your total cap too. So you just. You plan for that. You know the money's coming. It makes a lot of sense. I'm actually pretty surprised. Well, not really surprised. DK Metcalf, I think he's a good wide receiver, and you had to pay the guy. Um, I just don't know if he's... Uh, I think Lamb is ahead of him on a tier level. I would rather have CD Lamb, and yes. I know people might say... He's a specimen. Yeah, Metcalf is a Metcalf's specimen. a specimen. Cowboys don't really have that guy, but I, I like... Well, out of this list here, you got your kind of finesse guys... Like Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, uh, Stephon Diggs, and who's the very bottom there? And Terry McLaurin. But then you have your beefcakes like Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, and Devontae Adams, and AJ Brown, right? It's funny to see how there's the two different types of wide receivers on this list. The speedy route guys, 
or just the absolute freak mm-hmm. of nature beast mode dudes. I got a I got a a cue for chat um, of these wide receivers, and if there's someone not not on this list, shout it out too, and we'll also share shout our thoughts. It, shout, shout it, shout it out, shout it out loud. <laughs> um, Is that a goat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which wide receiver is CD Lamb most like, most comparable to in his game? Is it Tyreek Hill? Is it Adams? Is it Cup? Is it Brown? Is it Metcalf? Is it Samuel? Is it McLaurin? It's kind of that's a tough one because a lot of these guys are. Tr- I'm going to say Cup. I feel like Cup yeah. plays a lot in the slot. True, and, true. And he's a very good route runner. And I guess Tyreek Hill's in the slot too, but Tyreek Hill's just a, on another level. Yeah, like there's yeah, no yeah. one. I don't think there's another receiver in the NFL that's like Tyreek Hill. No, but I'd say Co- Cooper Cup and Ceedee Lamb's games are very similar. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, I I would say. I don't know. I maybe I would compare Diggs and uh, Diggs, I could see Diggs. Diggs and Lamb a little bit. Diggs I, a little bit more like their size. I mean, Diggs I feel like is a little bit better on the outside, but CD Lamb hasn't really played on the outside, so it's tough to say. I, all I know is we're going to pay the guy, and I'm excited to see what he can do with a number one or number two in Brandon Cooks out to the out yep. wide of him because now you're not you're not double teaming CD Lamb. Uh, our boy EJ Savage says uh, Hopkins and Adams mixed is a CD Lamb. Yep, Hopkins and Adams mixed. I'm surprised Hopkins isn't on this list. I thought Hopkins and I thought his contract was up there, but it, it must be lower than than Terry's. What I do he signed a year a couple years ago, obviously. Yeah. What is interesting too is to see their guaranteed money, which is the the far the furthest column, just to see how much because that's another one that players really this, like. Yeah. Like Tyree Kill, fifty two mil guaranteed at signing. Adams only twenty two million. Twenty two, and then Stephon Diggs again forty seven. Jeepers, that is a lot of dough. That's a lot yeah, of dough. But, like, if you're, like, set on at least having him for those two seasons, just covers it. Like, Gone are the days of paying running backs. It's now you're paying a, a stud-wide receiver. Yeah. That, well, that's the new era. You're paying you, – you want to pay – you used to have, like, your guys like Megatron – and uh, I'm trying to think of some other guys that, you know, um, dominant. I mean, you, fucking. You had, your few, you had your few wide receivers, right? The, the couple top Owens, guys. Owens had a slew of seasons. And now these, Owens, And right? now look how much. Look, there's eight of these guys that are all making north of $22 million a season. That's bonkers. You got to yeah. do it. Yeah, it's the evolution of the NFL game. Well, let's uh, guess. What are, you, what are you guys paying CD? Like, what are you. Though. It's spicy. What's a comfortable number that you're throwing at? Average? Yeah, aver- we'll do average. You know what? I think he is going to be... This is just... Uh, yeah, I, just, I, I think he's going to be an over-average of $30 million. Yeah. Oh, wow. I do. I do. I think, I think they're going to go... Crazy. Not, well, Jerry... You have to. I mean, and Jerry, Jerry likes that. Yeah. Right? We, yeah. Like, obviously, he doesn't want to spend... But he also likes to be like, we're paying our boys the you, best. You, you and- drafted him. You gave him 88 yeah, that's now the other. it's time to pay him. He he did his part. Now it's time to pay him. The the pay tho- the piper. The thought is is that if you're looking at the list and you know that Justin Jefferson's, I mean, they, they already have a pulse on like what pulsing baby. They're pulsing. <laughs> they already have a pulse on like what the contract. Say one more time. They're pulsing. <laughs> they they know what the contract renegotiations are going to look like for for a lot of the players. So I think they're going to kind of go right in line. It'll it'll be it'll be pushing thirty. It'll be twenty eight minimum. 30 probably where it's going to land so that it puts them up there tied as the highest 
because Justin Justin Jefferson is going to come in at like thirty two to thirty five million, I think, a year. Yeah, yep. And then you then you look like so. Say you pay CD thirty, and then Jefferson gets paid thirty four, and CD outproduces him. Now you look like fucking geniuses. Yep. So get it done. We've messed up. The Cowboys front office has been very good at drafting, but these contract extensions they've kind of fucked up a couple times. So I'd like to see them get it done. Yeah, just as you were saying that. EJ Savage is saying the Cowboys better sign CD before the Jefferson and Chase deals come through. Oh, yeah, Jamar Chase. There's another guy who's going to break the bank. Yeah. Yep. Get it done. Yeah, because, I mean, the, the truth is, the reality is, he's going to be, his next contract is going to be with the Dallas Cowboys, barring a complete fallout for whatever reason, right? Like, the waiting is fine, but you're going to sign him anyways. Just get it done. So just fucking get the deal done, okay, baby? Hey, the goddamn Viper. That's the soundbite we got to get right there, AJ. Yeah. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the um, truth. Shall we look at what uh, X, Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator, Vanilla Pudding Kellen Moore had to say about our boy, Dakota, D- Dakota Prezi? Yeah. Let's check it out. Actually, I watched the video on it today. Kellen Moore's a weird looking dude in a reel. His face is just. He's, he looks like a chi- like a man-child. Mm-hmm. Kind of got that man-child vibe. But anyways, uh, ex-Cowboys OC, Kellen Moore calls this Dallas player the best leader he's ever been around. Well, I kind of already uh, spoiled that. But, <laughs> but you can, you, well, I guess it's. He's talking about Pollard, isn't he? Okay, here's the video. Let's just play it. Yeah. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. This is a message for all the Pan Phantomaniacs. We are a special interest group who have taken over the airways. We demand you listen to the following advertisements if you wish to hear your precious Cowboys Can Fan podcast again. Start the ads! You've done well. We will allow you to return to your favorite Dallas Cowboys podcast. But mark our words, we will return. Okay. Some nice words from... Very nice. Kellen Moore. It also, like, it looked... Kellen Moore looks like he has like a one of those flat buzz cuts. There, he looks kind of <laughs> like uh, a Farvra off of Super Troopers. Your experience, your average NFL starting quarterback. Oh, that one and, sounds uh, better. He handles it beautifully, yeah, and you know, he's certainly a, uh, certainly a guy you forever root for. <laughs> uh, yeah, leader, he does uh, look, leader, he's got a math teacher vibe. Leader uh, Cola, I'll call the guy chicken fucker. <laughs> Farva don't. Hey, some nice words from your ex OC. Obviously, there's no bad blood from Kellen Moore towards Dak Prescott. And that little video was from Peter Schrager yep. from uh, NFL. I believe he's on Good Morning NFL. Good morning, football. P.S. Schrager. I don't mind him, honestly, Schrager. To, no, you to know what? Honest. Here's the thing about Peter Schrager. This was years ago, maybe, like, when he was, when I first became, when he started, when I first saw, uh, saw him on TV. So I don't know if he was already a, a bigger personality, but he was the new guy to me. And I just didn't like the, his look. He doesn't have a sports guy look to me. However, you wanted to shove him in the locker. I wanted to saying. shove him in the locker, and and I was the one that would have been shoved in a locker, but I felt he, like he I, gets shoved in a locker, and Alex is already in there waiting know. for. <laughs> hey, Shrags. Oh, not you. <laughs> but yeah, just something about his, and you know, it's a uh, it's a book bias cover type of um, uh, critique. But I didn't like his face. Now, after years of listening to the guy, following him, and and really liking what he does, and and I really love his analysis. Actually, it's one of the less annoying. Analysis. Analysis. He's real. He's and he's real. not over, he's not over, he doesn't over dramatize stuff. No. The one guy that actually, speaking of good morning football, uh, the one guy that I don't really like is the dude that looks like he would be your jocks. Um, 
high school guy. I can't think of his yeah. name right now, but uh, uh, he's the guy who listens to all the heavy metal stuff. Yeah. He does Thor's Hammer. Uh, he drives me nuts. That guy drives me nuts. <sighs> what is it? Good morning. Fo- good, yeah, good, good morning, morning football. football. Give us the host on all, all the hosts on Good Morning Football. I want to. Uh, there's McCordy. There's Schrager. It's not her. It's not her. I hate the chick that's on it. You, you can't say you hate, hate the chick. Kyle. It's Kyle. Kyle. Kyle Brandt. He's just a little too much for me. Kyle Brandt. There he is. Yeah, Kyle yeah. Brandt. I said it. I said I it. I said it. You said it. Yeah, I said it. So you don't see very many articles of people that actually play in the NFL, rarely anyways, that are bashing Dak Prescott, which I find it funny. So people call him this great leader and this great player and a great Hey yo. Hey dogs in the house. Um, this great teammate, and then fans just love to slag the shit out of them, right? Yeah. So I always like to take the opinion from people that are actually in the locker room other than at Cowboys fan 6261 telling me that trash god is trash. <laughs> yep. And the... Um... the, the old... Sorry, go ahead. Nope. I was going to say, the only thing that was suspect on that video that we showed <laughs> when it was showing like the highlight of Kellen and Dak is when Kellen... Kellen, like, jumped up at Dak, and you could see Dak was, like, pushing Kellen's hips away. It was like Dak's used to Kellen, like, <laughs> crotch jumping in front yeah, of him. Yeah. So that was the only thing that I felt very suspect about. He's a big crotch jumper. Crack him if you got Crack him. Crack him if you got him, son. But there was, uh, speaking of players, okay, there's this um, one article gotcha. here. Uh, but here I'm going to bring up. Just going to pop it over here. Plax. Plexico Burris. Now, now, he's a fucking giant. Well, and keep in mind, this guy shot himself in the leg. I mean, how are you going to take how much? Yeah, we'll roll the clip. You put him on. He's still Dak Prescott. Gotcha. Yeah. But he gets a little extra bump because he's on the Cowboys. He's on the Cowboys. Right? I believe he's reached his ceiling as a quarterback. You do? Uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. Do you think the Dallas Cowboys can win with Dak Prescott? They can win, but they won't win a championship. Ooh, right? damn. Wow, put that out there. Hot take Jones right there. So here's <laughs> what I don't get. He said, he said Dak Prescott has reached... His ceiling with the Cowboys. So is he meaning like, oh, but if Dak went somewhere else, he would be, he would accelerate? Maybe, because then it doesn't seem like it's as bad of a dig. But also in this video, there was a little bit longer one. Okay. Saying that the Cowboys are good enough to win, just not with Prescott. So I think that's kind of a a little bit of a a slag at Dak. What I don't like about this is they're saying he's hit his ceiling. Yeah, maybe he did hit his ceiling in 2021 when he threw 37 fucking touchdowns and 11 interceptions. If that's his ceiling and he can hit that again, yeah. you're more than capable of winning a Super Bowl with a guy that can put up those numbers. Yeah, exactly. So and, it's just funny how polarizing Dak is, right? Yeah, and and again, this is a uh, opponent of Dak. Um, so, I mean, like, he's going to... Sorry, Adam's like that. Adam's like your mom when you were, like, 14 trying to sleep in on summer break and just there's just clinking her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Opening the windows, <laughs> get let the sun in, vacuuming yeah, right uh, outside your yeah, door, bumping the door. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but you know, I, I trust Kellen Moore. Um, but I mean, of course, Moore is a professional. He's going to uh, Moore is a professional who's in the NFL who doesn't want to slag his players, even if he didn't think that way. He's going to speak the best about him. Plax is it? Talking, Shot himself in the leg. Crack Shot himself in the leg. Hey, crack him if you got him. Talking on a show, trying to get some uh, clicks. Some clicks. Get them clicks. And he shot himself in the leg. I know we said that, but come on. You, you shot gotta... yourself in the fucking leg, yeah. dude. Come on, dude. Come on, man. And it worked. People are talking about it. This I saw this this clickbait headline on 
a lot of articles, and now we're sitting here talking about a crack me if you crack me if you go. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, it, it just Success. tied it tied in nicely with this uh, that exactly what you said the polarizing view of Mr. Dak Prescott, and here. he's not any more polarizing to the Cowboys fans because you'll either get and I can't wait to go to trash or to. I was going to say trash Crack? camp. I can't wait to go to training camp and go around and ask Cowboys fans. I want to I want to get to the end of this. Like is this an actual thing where it's a 50-50 split of about people hating Dak? I need to get we got to like AJ said in one of our vlogs, we're going to get our boots on the ground. We're going to do some stuff. We're going to figure out once and for all if Cowboys Nation loves or hates Dak Prescott. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Well, uh one tweet here this to um derail the Dak Prescott chat it's just something that's kind of fun and uh now with our limited amount of tweets we can do yeah what's up with that is that real it is um so how's that work you can only scroll 300 tweets 600 and and now they're upping it to 800 so if I'm sitting there on Twitter on the CanFan Twitter a limit thing at Cowboys CanFan on Twitter for anyone listening Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so if I'm scrolling down that and I hit 600 that's it yeah, apparently. That I, I, I feel like that wouldn't take long to do. It probably wouldn't. Yeah, you're not. But that's why they're he's, they're upping it now to 800 because they probably got some some pushback. I mean, uh, it's like you're pushing people away from your platform a little bit. Well, we that. just wanna we we don't want people to doom scroll. We just want them to. What's doom scroll? I have no idea. I just heard someone say doom scrolling <laughs> before. So I... AJ, do you doom scroll on Twitter? Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I play Doom. I play Doom and <laughs> scroll I, uh, Twitter. <laughs> scroll Twitter. <laughs> How was that first taste? Good. It's like a mix. I got, it's watermelon vodka mixed with grapefruit bubbly, mixed with pineapple bubbly, mixed with uh, blackberry mountain bubbly. Okay. Whew. He's like a, he's like a goddamn chemist over there. Fucking, that's what Is that Walter White tonight. over there? Yeah. But here's one of our six, 600 allowable viewed tweets. Um, we've actually had, we've talked with Mark D before. Yeah. I like Mark D's um, uh, tweets there. They've got... I mean, I hate to say it, boys, but we're becoming more analysts than we'd like to think. Like, we like the stats. We want to see that. Someone make a dick joke real quick. Make a dick joke. Come on. uh, Anal leakage? Balls. Boner. (laughs) Nice, dude. Good one. Nailed it. Uh, But, yeah, I love his – I like that he always adds a little bit of of context to – Did he quote us there? Is that what he's doing? No, no, no. He's not – no, no. This, this of course, is – not necessarily an opinion piece, but when he does have an opinion, it's coming with something good. So, but this tweet's really good because uh, the uh, CBS Sports ranks cornerback Trevor Trevon Diggs and linebacker Michael Parsons as the NFL's best defensive duo. I like it. I mean, I guess that's it makes sense. Um, Diggs is Diggs is Robin to Micah's Batman. Right? Absolutely. Oh, of, of course. I guess it's got to be right. Yeah, and. Um, Micah Tre- Thanos Partis- Parsons. Haven't so, heard that one. I don't get this. Trevon Alpha 7 Diggs. I guess that's the nickname. Alpha 7. I guess, yeah. I could get it. Uh, has more interception 17 in his first 35 games than any other player in NFL history. It sounds like he's. It sounds like that's going to be his pre-workout that he's releasing. Alpha, Alpha 7. Alpha, Alpha 7. Get your Alpha 7. And it's just... Uh, Intercept the gym. <laughs> Aiden Diggs. My yeah. dad plays for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> All because of Alpha 7. That is interesting, though. 17 in his first 35 career games. The fastest player over the last 40 years to get seven to 17 interceptions. Yeah. And then, of course, we've uh, broken down Micah Thanos Parsons, a.k.a. the linebacker. Um, I'm not a fan of Mark D's names. I'll just say that, but that's okay. No, but you've got to try him, right? Yeah. Uh, 
26 and a half sacks uh, for in 33 games, 106 solo tackles, 43 assists, six horse fumbles, three fumble recoveries, and one touchdown. I need his goddamn pressures, and I need his goddamn TFLs. Come on, yeah. Mikey D, or sorry, Marky D. Yeah, QB, QB, we need QB pressures, and we need um, TFLs. Because those are important stats. We're TFL like, boys. We're TF. We are TFL boys. Who else would write, Who else would be in the co- in the competition? Do you think for a best duo? Best duo. That's uh, not, in the, War- not 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 in the same, but that's not in the same positioning. Like I would say, Fred Warner and Nick Bosa for San Fran, linebacker oh, yeah. and defensive end. You're, you're just saying that because Nate Dog's on here and he said if uh, if we want brisket after the show, let him know. But that's, that's that's why you're saying that. But Fred War- Fred Warner and Nick Bosa, that's a very I think that's a really good duo. Yeah, that is. It's to be TBH. I just wonder if it's the um what puts Diggs and Parsons over the edges Parsons ability to play both those positions and then Diggs holding down the secondary. Well, and it helps with cuz with Diggs and Parsons you're getting best of both worlds, right? Like you said, you're getting the TFLs, you're getting the sacks, but you're also getting the turnovers. Where Fred Warner and Nick Bosa, you're basically getting the sacks and the tackles. Tackles, yeah. Turnovers are an intricate part of this game, my friend. You need to take the ball away, okay? Hindsight's twenty twenty, my friend. Hindsight's twenty twenty, okay? Well, we we did some uh, kind of planning this week, a little preliminary planning. Is this some at behind baseball here? Some behind baseball, but it's also on the docket. Um, it is. The training camp schedule was announced, what? Uh, I think it was Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Bo- I just get a message from uh, uh, Boots on the Ground, Eric. It's out. When, <laughs> when, you, when are you guys going? Let me know. <laughs> so I, I got the news dropped from Boots. Boots dropped the, uh, I got the little messenger notification on my phone about training camp schedule dropped, which is, because we've been waiting for this. We've been talking about it. We've been talking. So we are going down to training camp. We've decided. And the we didn't want to decide until we had seen the schedule, and the schedule just got dropped. Yeah, and and, and, and this is boots to you. Don't look to the sides; look straight up, cause I'm right on top of you. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, look, it's sponsored by American Airlines, bros. I wonder if we just reach out to him, say, hey. Sponsor our trip. I sponsor our trip. Couple Rouse. Canadian dudes trying to get down to Oxnard, yeah. California, to How watch about, some cowboys. How's this for diversity? International. International. Okay, I'll you say, guys are three white males. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll say one. I'll say one word. International. Well, we'll say this. Look, I mean, hey, international. You guys wouldn't know Overseas. it because we have such a smaller <laughs> following online, but we're huge in traditional media up in Canada. Who's even? Oh, really? ever, who's even heard of American Airlines? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I was gonna say you play the angle that oh they you, you you're a big personality out in Canada. Yeah, like, no. Yeah. The, the trick is that we're a. the Canadian ambassadors for the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. A. a. You just gotta drop a a bunch and have maple syrup with you. Hey there, uh, hey there, boys. You guys looking to get some Canadians down there at the Oxnard uh, training camp? Eh? Fuck off, you hoser. What do you mean our Canadian press passes don't work <laughs> down just, here? It's just a maple leaf. <laughs> it's a maple leaf yeah. with, our, with our picture. Yup, in Canada, here we we're uh, we're big cowboy fans, eh? <laughs> yeah, there's my picture and there's my maple leaf. I can get it in there. Yeah, these guys sound slow and stupid. They're definitely Canadian. Yeah. Let, let them in. Let them in. Let them in. Uh, July twenty sixth to August fifteenth. But the dates we are uh, planning are August fourth. To the eighth, so there are three practices in that time. Let me just scroll down to get those actual uh, date, um, dates. There's three pa- practices throughout that time. August fifth on a Saturday or training, yeah, open practice. August seventh um, and August eighth. And Heroes Appreciation Day, which I'm jacked up. 
to yeah. see. Honor the American military, I imagine. I, that, that'll be cool. I'm yeah. excited for that. I can't wait to have a Miller Lite and a hot dog. That's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm super excited for training camp. I've always wanted to go down to Oxnard and, and go to training camp. It's going to be really sweet to go down there, get some content, meet a bunch of other Cowboys fans, and see, see the team in the early stages, right? Like, it'll be stuff that's hard. It's hard to find training camp footage, and that those initial practices, like in the first or second week of training camp, are just so key. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for that. Now, the ex, the other exciting thing is that we'll we'll get we're there midway through, and then you know a week a week and a bit later, we're at the Seattle Dallas game. So we get to see our practice boys become preseason boys. Yep. To then possibly become roster boys. Lots of time to get. Some pet cats for us guys. We're gonna see players that we like. We're gonna see them live. Oh yeah. We're gonna get. We're gonna build. We're gonna dig some roots into some players. We're gonna root them. Oh, imagine if we actually like get someone to sign something. Then it's like I, they'll they'll win my heart over. Oh yeah. The first cowboy that shakes our hand. The first one that <laughs> makes eye contact with me. Yeah. yeah. I love him. Here, here's what I like about the dates that we're going. Is we got the Jacksonville kickoff on the twelfth. Well, we have. Um, Basically, the uh, third, fourth, and fifth practice, or second, third, and fourth practice out. Yep. So, so leading up, I think on the seventh and eighth, um, they'll because then four days later they're going to go play. We're going to see some good stuff during those days. Oh, they're, they're guaranteed out of those three practices, there's going to be a. a I'm hoping two practices in pads. That's what we want to see because no, they don't go out there to kill each other, but there's still contact. We want to see. I want to see CD Lamb out there against Trevon Diggs in pads. Oh yeah, that's what I want to see. I'm actually, honestly, the, the players I'm interested in, in keeping an eye on. Obviously, I want to check out Bland live and in action. Not so, not so Bland, but the, the players who I'm looking to see how they do. Junior Fioco is one of them. That cornerback, um, Eric Scott Jr. Yeah, because you know he's been getting a lot of uh, high praise, some, some praise. Yeah, and uh, also, of course, uh, Scooney. Want to want yeah. to make sure we like what we see. I'm, Some scoons. I'm the only guy who ever brings up the fact that I want to see what my boy Hunter Lepke is going to do. I'm excited for Hunter. They're, man, this it's there's so many players on the roster right now that is. we're going to see with those three practices plus and the Seattle game. We're going to see a bunch of stuff unwind, and that it's really exciting compared to where we were two seasons ago when we had started the podcast in preseason. Right, like I, you can see next year we're gonna be like as the water boys, just yeah, so yeah, that yeah. we can get inside scoops. <laughs> yeah. That that's our right now. That's our arc. The only other thing stopping us is from getting some sort of no, no. inside access. No, the, the, it's the not the water boys. It's getting the next year we're getting media passes. Yeah, media passes, and then, would be sweet. And then the next year after we're you know we're getting invited to uh, <laughs> we're getting invited to Jerry Jones parties. Is sweet. Yeah, Double J sweet. The only issue is as soon as Jerry Jones puts anybody to backtrack any of our episodes, we're done for. <laughs> well, th- th- but I think that's why YouTube uh, YouTube uh, uh, demonetized us because it's forcing us to go back through. Delete, 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 delete. Delete some stuff so that we clean up all of our Jerryisms. How are you guys feeling in week three of demonetization? Pretty good. I feel good about it. Yeah. I, I don't give I a fuck. Fuck you, YouTube. I've moved on. I've recovered. Yeah, fuck. I, I just want to get that out there. Fuck you, YouTube. I want to say this to all the can fan fans out there. It's not about the money, yo. It's about you guys, the fans. So whether or not we're monetized or not, I don't give a... Uh, can fan maniacs? Yeah, we want all you can fan maniacs out there. Crack them if you got them on a Sunday service. Remember I said about half, halfway through, Ad starts feeling those triple drinks. Triple drags. Triple drags, baby. Make it a quad pour. 
Sunday service, the only time Adam out uh, gets out, um, I don't even know. Okay. More impaired than AJ. <laughs> I know, and I'm trying with these vapes. Hey, there is an interesting... <laughs> he, does, he feels off. The balance is off right now. There's an interesting uh, article um, that just came out about five uh, five hours ago. Hot off the, the press. LP Cruise. LP Cruise Train? It's uh, Adam's, Adam can see, so I don't want to... So here's the hints for you on who this is about. It's a, it's a player. It's a running back that... That the that uh, LP crew says the Cowboys should trade for, and Adam has this guy in, in his fantasy football team. Derrick Henry. Nope. Oh, Cordero Patterson. Boosh, boosh. I don't know, guys. Do you? Would you want to? Well, let's see what he has to say. He says um, the Cowboys could solve the backup running back issue and other problems with this trade. How old is he? One, I need to know his age. 34, I think. He's not that fucking old, is he? No, I think he's like 30. He's got to be 30. 30 to 32 or something That's like that. That's the only scary thing. If I mean, if you could trade for him and get get him on the roster, I do shoring up the, the running back room is definitely a possibility. But Maybe, he's 32. He's 32. I don't know if I want to be trade. And if we are trading for him, it's got to be like a sixth. What, what you're not going to trade Rojo for him? I, I don't think they would take Rojo for him. I mean, look, you could yep. always luck out, and and Patterson might be his own rendition of Frank Gore and just fucking play until— Just keep trucking? Yeah, until—I mean, the wheels didn't even fall off. But that's just such a huge risk and not a probability. It's yeah. got to be for something very cheap. It so, has to be for something very cheap or very low or high round pick. Yeah, or just for the, uh, Atlanta wanted to— Crack them if you got them. Got to get to ads level here. Yeah. So the the team the team uses the trade uh, use the trade route to land Brandon Cooks and cornerback uh, uh, Stephon Gilmore. They also had a solid draft to fortify their defensive interior and added more speed to one of the fastest defenses in the NFL. All in all, good building blocks en route to a pivotal 2023 season. Yet something feels incomplete. And duh, our fucking backfield. It yeah. does feel incomplete. Well, that so so. But most mean, people I, don't see it. Most people don't see that. I know, I know. It drives me fucking. It it drives me nuts. And we did say last uh, last Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever fucking day we we went uh, the main event on. We did say that we felt like our offense was uh, going to be elite. But I'm basing all of that off of Tony Pollard being how yes. he was last year. That could that could tumble. We don't we don't. There is a little bit of uncertainty. Tony Pollard has never played without Zeke, Zeke Elliott back there. Tony Pollard has never had an extensive injury. Those are two huge question marks going into the season. I need to see week one against the Giants, those fucking giant bastards on Sunday Night Football. I need to see TP20 bust one before I yeah. feel completely confident with the, the running back room. Yeah, uh, Ultra Cowboys saying Cowboys are not investing anything into the RB position. They are set. The, they will only sign a kicker from the USFL before training camp. So Ultra Cowboy saying the running back room is set is making me scared. Yeah, I just, I, I don't see it at all. But uh, Chiefs won a Super Bowl with a seventh round running back. Yeah, but the seventh round running back produced. That's that's the only thing I'm saying. He wasn't unknown until the very end of the year. They, they 100% did. And all the power to them. It's still an unknown for us. They still had a bat. They still had other options. They had Ronald Jones last year. Yeah, they, right. And that's who we. And now we did. That's who <laughs> we, we brought in to solve our Zeke problem. Ronald Jones, who the 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 
fucking Chiefs decided to use a seventh round running back instead of Ronald Jones. And 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 the Cowboys are looking for that luck to get our sixth round running back to take us to a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. And hey, there's gonna be a spot. They've already there's gonna be a spot for Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn's making this team. Alex is gonna have to buy a, a, a Vaughn jersey because he he's making the team, but he's not going to be a key contributor as in like as far as uh getting twenty to thirty percent of the snaps. Who's that? Uh Rojo? That's that's Malik Dave. I'm just I was joking. Is that Davis? Yeah, that's Malik Davis, baby. But you said it right the first time. Oh, did I? Yeah, you said Malik Davis, and then you said oh, I'm just joking, then you said Malik. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know how to say his you name. Fa- you faked yourself out. Because it sh- it should be Malik. It should okay. So if just you, just reading it, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. have I, my brain doesn't work. And Malik's looking at him. He's like, it should be what? That should, my, yeah, it's Malik. It's Malik. Motherfucker. Malik. No, but Malik I, these balls, bitch, is Malik, what he's say thinking about. Say Malik AJ. these balls. And you're a hundred percent right to be concerned. I am too. Small sample size, but we do have a four point two average yards per rushing out of this. I like man. Crash Davis. I would love to see Crash Davis succeed. I didn't. I didn't know that was him. I didn't know that was Crash Davis. I, I think this is one of his older pictures, his newer ones. Looks he like has. he's from college there. That yeah, looks yeah. like a college It pick. is. It is the newer one. Let me pull up a newer one. Let's get a newer I, pick I, of, of Malik I Davis. just, I like this dude, man. I like, uh, I think that he has um, the ability to help solve what the fuck we're needing there. I don't know, but but like I think, I don't know that it that's a, it's not good enough, quite frankly, for me to be comfortable with the backfield that we have right now, but... I'm just saying an argument in my head to make me feel okay about it is like, okay, well, Davis is there. We got Crash. Um, sure, we lost uh, – I don't even know if it was Splash or Dash. No, we lost Splash. Now we just got Dash and Crash. So, <laughs> yeah, yep. I thought you were going to say Rash. We only got Rash. Now we got Rash. Uh, the thing with Davis, I'm more inclined to see – I would rather see him get more carries than us trade for Patterson. Yes. Oh, oh, comparably, yeah. Because I do, th- I think that he has what it takes, my man. Same. I, I, I like him. Uh, now, I'll eat my fucking words, but I won't buy a jersey because I've yeah. already signed up for one of those uh, <laughs> if, if he doesn't. Yeah. But, um, yeah, look, that it is a little bit scary to think that. Um, and if, the, the if, best part is we're going to see it play out, this running back room. I know. If they don't uh, do anything, then there is a good chance that fucking uh, Deuce Vaughn makes the team. But here's what I've already said. He has, I said, he needs to make it as a running back. Oh, he will. Not not like... Deuce Vaughn's going to make the team as a running back. Yeah, fuck. He, he is. <laughs> he, Deuce Vaughn is going to... He's he's Tony Pollard's most... He's most likely like Tony Pollard. He can be... take. He, he'll he be a running back, but he can play in the slot. He'll, he'll be on the team. He's too small. He's small. I'll, it's still... We still don't know if he's going to hold up. Ultra Cowboy, here we go. Didn't I say Cowboys wouldn't win, wouldn't win anything with Dak, but you guys still believe in him? I have it. I have it in my reminder list. Groundhog Day when you guys cry when Dak chokes again. As long as Dak is the QB, they will never win anything. Ultra, why are you coming with the shade, bro? Why are you coming with the shade? We have no choice. Yeah. This is the thing. Yeah, the, yeah. The, my my thing with and going back to the Dak Prescott thing, I do think Dak's good enough to win a Super Bowl, but I'm not going to take all my energy saying get rid of Dak. Because that is not happening. He is the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys in 2023. If they if they peter out and they fuck up again, yes, it's time to draft someone else. 
I honestly think even if he has a shitty year this year or loses in the early round of the postseason, he will still be the quarterback next year, but they should definitely try to address the position. This loser? Yeah, and, and the realistic, like, what are the realistic options uh, even next year, let's say? So, da- so Dak is no longer going to be the Cowboys QB. So you can draft someone, but that's going to be a big risk anyways. Not, like, what's the hit rate on first-round draft QB? Well, this is, you're, this is, you're going to do what you did with Romo. You're going to draft someone later that you really like. Yeah. Like, add love DTR. Like, a DTR pick would have been sweet in this situation because you have a guy that might not be polished at the time. When, when the Cowboys drafted Dak, people forget Dak was a fourth-round pick. And in that draft class, he's the only quarterback that's still on the same team that drafted him. Mm. They're going to have to do what they did with Tony Romo and just take a flyer on a guy maybe later in the rounds because Dak will be the quarterback for the next few years for the Dallas Cowboys. I agree. I agree. Uh, without, without doubt in my mind, he would have to have a colossal, absolute fuck-up of a season. They still made the postseason. They still made the divisional round, round last year. They would have to go with him starting every game. They'd have to go like... I don't know, six and eleven or something for them to think even think about going mm. a different route. They might draft someone next season, but to completely ha- not have Dak be the quarterback in twenty twenty four, something fucking crazy would have to happen. Scared money, don't make money. Go draft QB, move up, says uh, Ultra Cowboy, and Dak is on notice. And then he, f- and then he. Also I think th- that's fair. Dak. I think that's fair. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's a fair statement. Yeah. He should be. He should be on notice. And then he also says Malik Davis is running back number two. Should be. Yeah. Definitely, Ultra now spitting some actual some truths. With that, um, I, most of Ultra's takes I, I I I like. It's just he just loves to throw in a Dak comment all the time, <laughs> which is fine. Which, which is completely fine. But the the thing is, Dak's going to be the quarterback. Yeah, it's just there's just exactly. no way he's so, not. So take, I'm more take that in, Ultra energy and 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 funnel it into something else. Yeah, I'm more interested in like really diving into that when there's more of a chance. Um, like next year, if we don't, we we've said yeah. this, we've been on record saying this a lot of times. It's NFC Championship game or bust that for is Dak true. Prescott and Mike McCarthy. Yeah, like th- th- it's it, that's how it is. These guys have to improve off of their last two seasons. They have to have a deep postseason run. They have to get to the NFC Championship game. And if they get to the NFC Championship game, it would be like, well, they have to get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. Well, period. But if they, to me, if they make an NFC Championship game. Uh, it's like the Eagles being like, well, Jalen Hurts made the Super Bowl. Well, you have to still use that. You can't just use that for one team. Making an NFC Championship game is equally... And this is the one year the Cowboys have the chance. Mm-hmm. There's not very many good quarterbacks in the NFC. This is their chance to... The team is ready. The team is built good enough. This is probably the best team we've had at this point of the year in the last, I'd say, decade. So there's just there's no excuse to not have a good run unless injuries or injuries would be the only thing. Knock on wood. Well, oh fuck, that was me. That scared me. That was me. That was uh, me, baby. Ultra says, "I'm only watching the games just to enjoy our defense. Defense will be the best in the league." I like it. I agree. I think I'm excited for the defense. What I will ask before we get out of here for you guys: What's something that you're super excited to watch at training camp live? Right. Or it doesn't even have to be like. What are you guys excited for? Like, what do you? I have a couple things I, I want to see yeah, in let's, person. Let's, but what do you guys think? It. Let's hear it. I don't know. I, I'm actually interested to get a little bit of uh, behind baseball look at how the coaches interact with the players and maybe try to find some personality. Because that's what I loved about Hard Knocks was seeing these personalities behind the players. Um, so I'd like to maybe see something funnier that makes me laugh or that is like, oh, 
this guy's got this quirk or this guy's a funny, this guy's funny. And that just gives me, you know, then I like that player. More a of a personal bit. attachment. Yeah. yeah, more of a personal attachment. So. I, I agree with AJ on that. It's nice to not have to watch on TV when you can see the plays forming. So it'll be nice to go to a practice, see what they're what they're doing, what they're drilling out, and then you can kind of see, you can pick and choose what area you want to watch versus just being told where where to watch. Yep. So that that's one thing that I'm in, I'm into in, into looking at, and then also I think uh, just be, if you're going to training camp, you're a big enough Cowboys fan, so I'm I'm actually looking forward to. Uh, interacting with other cowboy fans Truth. and talking about our networking baby ta- ta- talking about our show getting them on it shooting some content i think it's going to be a good couple days of just like a lot because it's it's low it's uh it's like it's not like we're on a game day where we're going to be tailgating and we're watching the game and then we're getting too wasted to, <laughs> to be able to do anything afterwards this one it's like oh we're down there we're kind of mingling with other fans where it's early it's at it's, 11 a.m yeah it's early so it's like we're, you know we'll 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 obviously we'll be cracking some of the oh, yeah, we're cracking, cracking, uh, cracking. but like just talking with other people and just getting to know them and getting them on camera like just content i, I just i love the idea of filming a bunch of content with can, can, oh, uh, can fans for sure and it's another step for our page for me i i'm excited to be close to the action like uh, we've for every game we've been to we've almost basically been in a mountain, right? We've been in the nosebleeds. So I'm excited to actually get close enough that we're pretty close to the players. And it'll be interesting to see how much better a guy like Micah Parsons or CeeDee Lamb is or even Dak Prescott when they're face-to-face competing against other guys at their same skill position, right? At their same position. Because we're going to see it firsthand. You're going to see Micah do something, then you're going to see someone else do something. You're going to see Dak Prescott make a throw. You're going to see Cooper Rush make a throw. So I'm interested to see the actual difference between how good the good guys are and how like the guys trying to scrape by and make the practice squad are. It's something I've never been able to see. And I'm, I'm just super stoked for it. Do you know, or maybe we can find this out from boots. Um, what, like, are we able to stand by the fan? Like how close? I think you have to pay. I think fence, like getting closer is like pay or, or your media credentialed. Okay. Stuff to, for us to look into. Hey, by thir- our third practice, we're going to be vets. Yeah. Uh, um, Ultra says, bold prediction, overshone beats out Damone Clark. Oh, that, Ooh, that linebackers is, is going to be bold. fun. Yeah, the overshone missile, the overshone heat-seeking missile arrives in Oxnard in 22 days. Linebackers will be exciting to watch. Yeah, linebackers. And then Ben Kaler says, I'm excited to see Gallup and Cooks. I love the wide receiver core. Also, Gilmore balling out. Yeah. yeah, it's exciting. There's there, there's a lot. I, you know what? I I'm uh, as you as you mentioned. I am. I want to see the deuces loose. Uh, I want to see the hype train. Yeah, I want to see it in person. Most hyped, most hyped, <laughs> most hyped Cowboys six round pick in recent history. Okay, for the Sunday service, guys. This hasn't been a good one. We had a couple drags. You guys clanked them. Hey, you guys had, clanked them and drank them and had a good a good uh. Uh, production day. Yeah, and, and we're back Wednesday. We are going to do a Wednesday, Wednesday night is, main event. Yep. Wednesday night main event. We've penciled it in. Bandwagon Boy Woo! 1 is penciled in. Bandwagon Boy 2 over there. I like that bucket hat, by the way. Thanks. I, had I, I, really, I look, really enjoy it. So for the Bandwagon Boy sitting over uh, at the Millennium Falcon and me just sitting over here cracking them when I got them, enjoying the time, looking at the screen, we'll see you guys Wednesday night. Peace. Peace.